Louise Cooney's Open Book, a Go Loud original podcast. Hello, you're very welcome back to Open Book, presented by Go Loud. I'm Louise Cooney, and today is our bonus episode with our new guest. This week we have Chupi on, and I'm so excited to have her on. She's just so incredible and inspiring. And this episode will give you a little teaser into what's to come on Wednesday in the full episode. Just as we always do in this episode, I'm going to give you a little catch up on the week. I had a really, really busy week. I was over in the south of France. I was invited over on a trip with Lancome to learn all about how they create their products, where they get the ingredients from, the research and the development that goes into all of it. And God, they put on such an incredible trip. They really made it feel like such a luxurious trip. And all their products are so luxurious. So it was like amazing. And we got to walk through like the rose gardens where they actually create the roses. I didn't really know you could do that. They literally take one rose with another and make a new one, make a new scent, make new colours. It's very, very cool. And we had like a gala ball. So we got to get dressed up in all black tie, which is always fun. So yeah, no, it was lovely. Got back then just before the weekend and we, myself and Mark, head down to Limerick and Spanish Point for a very chilled weekend, which was so nice and so needed. And it was so warm. It was amazing. The weather is like unbelievable for the last couple of weeks. I feel like it's not a Monday without me checking in or doing a little weather update for you. But it's been unbelievable. So the only thing about it is our apartment is like a greenhouse. The way it is, we've loads of windows in our apartment and it's a new, it's a new build. It was new when we moved into it. So it just retains the heat so much. So if it's like 20 degrees outside, it's 30 degrees in our apartment. So it's a, a challenge to try and manage the temperature out there. But thankfully, we won't have to worry about that for too much longer because we have found a place to rent. We're actually going to move in August. So, yeah, it's kind of full steam ahead getting organised for that now. And we've also got Mark's brother's wedding this coming weekend. So he's a best man and he's been practising his speech all week. So it's been great fun listening to the same lines on repeat and, and uh, still laughing. They are good, though. <laughs> I swear. But he's like, I need a new audience. My lines are dull on you now. But um, no, it's so exciting and we're really close with them. So I'm really excited. It's over in Dubrovnik, which will just be like amazing. But the weather, I don't know if any of you have been away, but the weather in Europe is kind of weird at the moment. Like when we landed into France last week, it was pouring rain all day. And the weather forecast for Dubrovnik, it has been like stormy, raining and they arrived and it's sunny. So it's very unpredictable. And I've seen that in Portugal and Spain as well. It's been like raining a lot, which is not great, especially when you spend a fortune on an abroad wedding and their whole wedding is outside without really having a plan B because you usually wouldn't need one. But I'm sure it will it will all be fine. Like it's not like Ireland when you get a rainy forecast. It doesn't rain all day, you know. Yeah, so the rest of the week's just getting organised for that. And yeah, next week we will have an episode ready to go out for you. Then it's with Ireland's leading dating coach. So that should be really interesting and something completely different as well. So I'm going to get some questions from you for that if you have any send them over to me on my Instagram and I will ask them when we're recording it this week but anyway with that being said that's enough of an update for you I think for this week let's check in with Chupi let's ask her some random questions and get a little teaser of what's to come this week oh that's a really good question what kind of things do you consider bad taste and why oh this is a good question for a designer oh that's vicious (laughs) Um, so I think uh 
taste is subjective. Mm. So what makes you happy is what's really important. You know, you being you and making, curating your life and your space and your things around you. I think what I find really grim and depressing is not the idea of someone like, you know, living their best life, wearing their clothes, but the idea of the Kardashians. Mm. of augmenting yourself into basically Barbie, you know, mm. whether that's through your clothes or, and like I am 100% here for like, you know, augmentation, for physical enhancement, for whatever you, you know, you do you, yeah. for Botox, for all of the things. But it's this thing of all managing to turn into clones of reality TV stars. Like conforming because that is what people say looks good almost. Well, it's kind of like the Martha Stewart thing of, you know, like as a woman, is our goal in life really to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated? Like Martha Stewart is this phenomenal phenomenal female entrepreneur who's built and scaled an amazing business and yet the thing we're celebrating her for in her 80s is being on the cover of essentially a soft porn magazine I'm like oh, oh my god I didn't even see that so my mum wrote a whole article ranting about it as well and like, it's just it's of all the things we want to be celebrated for as women I'm like it's not going to be my like perfect art no and it's so not her I need to look this up I know it's so not her and also like I kind of think like of the things I want to be remembered for I don't want it to be my wrinkle free skin and my perfect pout and my like yeah. you know purse boobs I want to be remembered for like the way I made someone smile for yeah. the way I made them feel for like and so bad taste for me is just letting ourselves become clones and carbon copies instead of you know finding what makes you happy mm-hmm. what makes you mm-hmm. excited it's all those TikTok filters where everyone is like oh my god and look how amazing my lips look like no no they really don't so yeah that's my bad taste otherwise fashion and style wear whatever makes you happy what do you think is to blame for people feeling that that's the right like for following that path of I think that's a really good question Louise I think so much of it is just we're subjected to so much of it like we watch so much of it we see so Mm -hmm. much of it and and there's so much hidden perfection where people are doing all the augmentation doing all the surgery and not saying they're doing it Mm. so you are looking at those perfect people and then looking at yourself and being like whoa (laughs) like okay like my you know I am not as perfect as that and like obviously there's so much we do you know every time you get your hair cut you're augmenting your body in a sense so it's not that, but that idea of that like kind of plastic perfection has become like I adore social media. I think it's such a powerful force for good. But that idea of how much time we spend looking at others and then looking at ourselves. So dangerous. And just looking skin deep mm. and not going, actually, there's so much more to who we are. That is one thing that really annoys me about social media. It's like you can't see how someone treats somebody. You can't see how somebody really acts in real life. You know, it's that, that, that is something that grinds my gears a little bit sometimes. But also that people judge based on beauty. You know, you see the nasty comments in comments. You know, you and I have both seen this where uh-huh. it's like, oh, yeah, but that dress isn't great on her. She's put on a few pounds. Like, mm-hmm. God, I wonder, should she, you know, that kind of like, it's like, guys, like we should be so far past commenting on other women's bodies. Mm. It should be like, go her. She looks really happy in that mm-hmm. dress. You mm-hmm. know, go her. She is doing her thing. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's the job. That's how the world changes. Like we don't need to police each other. Mm. So at the same time, I would say I don't love the augmentation. I don't love it not because I think you shouldn't do it for you, but because it feels like we're all just falling down a rabbit hole of turning ourselves into Playboy bunnies. Yeah, which is for whose whose satisfaction and gratification. It certainly isn't for yourself. Yeah, sometimes it's good to have a reminder of that. I think. Yeah, well, on the days when we're all like, oh god, and like, look, I think we all do our own. But for me, I'm like, I'm just not sure. I think if Aya walks out and gets like her lips done and her brows frozen, and I like. <laughs> I would like to think that she will um, love the bits of her, love all of her. Stuff. Yeah, well, hopefully that trend will have passed. By yeah, my God, it be when she's grown up. <laughs> She'll be like getting her brain augmented or something. <laughs> oh. 
In what ways are you difficult to have a relationship with? <laughs> I feel like probably there should be a therapy session and I should have Brian and my mom and my best friends here. Um, so I would say I am a recovering perfectionist. So I have spent a lot of time. I, I love... I like it being perfect and I like it done now. Mm. And I try really, really hard not to impose that. I'm actually the exact same in that sense. <gasps> Poor Mark. I'm like, honestly, I'm like, and now we're going to do the thing and we're going to do it now and it's yeah. going to be perfect. And I think it's such a, it's such an easy trap to fall into, but it actually brings no one any joy. You know, it's like, it's for me, it, I've really, really tried hard to focus on the idea of like, what's the 20%? So the Pareto principle. I actually wrote that down. I read that in an interview you did and I was going to ask you to explain it. I'm obsessed with the Pareto principle. So it's P-A-R-E-T-O. And so the Pareto principle is that 20% of what you do delivers 80% of the value. So 20% of your work during the week mm. is going to deliver 80% of the value in the future. So if you work eight hours today, kind of an hour and a half is going to be the hour and a half that delivers huge impact. It's not you're not working for the other hours, mm. but did the fact that you answered the email on time deliver impact probably mm. not like the person who got who sent you the email is delighted you replied on time but actually the hour you took where you did strategy where you del delivered beautiful content where you thought about the storytelling where I designed a beautiful piece that's the bit that's going to deliver impact and so for me I try and think about that in my personal life like my mum always said you could have a clean house or happy children choose one and it's it's like it's really really tough because you're like you'd love a picture perfect like totally or always gorgeous house but I'm like if I have an hour at five o'clock am I going to spend it on the floor with my daughter colouring or like playing shop or you know her favourite like give me having a teddy bear tea party or am I going to spend it cleaning my house mm. the impact is going to come from the hour I spend yeah. with her and I would love my house to be perfect but it's my 20% is going to be the tea party it's nice to have that balance of somebody else as well who can tell you it doesn't need to be done right now you know huge even though you feel like it does you know? it always needs to be done everything needs and, yeah. I, and so like I'm, I really struggle with that and so I'm actually using head plan at the moment oh yes Denise's Just head plan pen. yeah, head plan, pen oh, yeah literally, <laughs> and I'm finding it really interesting and that I've always loved that so I've always written down you know I could write a to-do list and it would probably be about 40 things at the moment but I'm like one of my three things for today Mm. They're my three, one of my three things. So you're one of my three today. Mm. So my three most well, important things. <laughs> Pleasure. It's a privilege being here. So one of my three most important things that I'm going to do, they're the most important for the week mm. and uh, most important for the day and the most important for the week. And it helps bring me balance because I would love to do everything and I'd love to do it right now and I'd love it to be perfect. So I would say uh, the hardest, the most difficult things about being in a relationship with me is that recovering perfectionist. Mm. I love that. That's a good answer. Well, two very good answers. Thanks so much for listening to Open Book, the bonus episode. We're back on Wednesday with the full episode of the Choopy. And if you need some inspiration, if you're looking for a little bit of motivation, she's incredible to listen to. She's such a good storyteller and she's done so incredibly well for herself. So I think you'll really, really enjoy that episode. So yeah, thanks again for listening and I will see you on Wednesday. <laughs>